when the crypto market gets you down, remember to hydrate. Avalanche launches Bitcoin support, GitHub takes their ideas to Washington digitally, and Doquan believes that new Terra will be even stronger. Hey everybody, it's Nathan here from BitMart with your June 23rd BitMart Daily Crypto Watch. We've got a cool mix of headlines today, so why don't we just dig right in. Smart contracts platform Avalanche added support for native Bitcoin in its cross-chain bridge, according to a recent blog post. The network's native token, AVAX, surged 7.4%, outperforming both Bitcoin and Ether, which are up 0.64% and 2.34% respectively. The addition will allow users to bridge native Bitcoin and gain exposure to Avalanche's DeFi ecosystem by using the newly launched Core Wallet. The BTC pool on AVAX-based decentralized finance protocol Platypus has $11.7 million in total value locked up and offers yields of between 23 and 62%. A BTC to AVAX pool has also opened up on rival trading platform Trader Joe with yields of 17.5%. The Avalanche Bridge launched last August supporting transfers of ERC-20 tokens between the Ethereum and Avalanche networks. There is currently $2.68 billion in total value locked up across the Avalanche ecosystem, according to DeFi Llama, which marks an $11 billion drop from December as the DeFi sector recedes amid concerns over lending protocols such as Celsius and BlockFi. Now every interested user has a chance to leave their mark on a crypto bill that could define the industry guidelines in the United States in the near future. The Responsible Financial Innovation Act was uploaded onto GitHub, a platform populated by software and product experts, by its co-sponsors to get public feedback. On Wednesday, June 22nd, Senators Cynthia Lummis and Kristen Gillibrand uploaded the full content of the Responsible Financial Innovation Act on GitHub. As Lummis's representatives commented, quote, the senators seek comments from industry stakeholders, consumers, and interested parties to ensure that this landmark legislation reflects the innovative nature of the industry it regulates, while also adding confidence, trust, and stability for consumers. By the press time, there are six commentaries available on the Act page, with some of them being more of a solitary battle cry, hey, taxation is theft, while others suggesting debatable edits to the document. A user called Studi explained why Bitcoin is different and should not be included with risky assets due to its absolute scarcity feature. In their opinion, this makes the case for an absolutely separate bill for Bitcoin. Quote, if you buy 5,000 Satoshis for $1, you will have 5,000 divided by 2.1 quadrillion Satoshis forever, and nobody can ever change that. People cannot understand the magnitude of this yet, but this subtle difference is what separates Bitcoin from every other crypto, fiat, precious metal, and commodity. Another commentator, going by the username of Savage1R, elaborated on the inconsistency of the current framework in regards to airdrops. It ties the taxable value of coins to its entry price, which might be significantly higher than at the cash-out phase. Quote, airdrop receivers should only have to pay short-term or long-term taxes on the coins they cash out, assuming the initial value is $0 because they do not realize the gains until they trade or sell. The highly awaited bill was introduced in the U.S. Senate on June 7th. There is a broad consensus among the crypto community that the bill is favorable to crypto. Doquan has recently come up with a new coin, dubbed Terra 2.0. 
but the new Luna appears to be following the same old story. Amidst the broader wobbling market, Luna has been trading near all-time lows. While Quan is in the middle of multiple active lawsuits and investigations from the US and South Korea, some still believe that all the neg negative press around him just is not fair. Terraform Labs chief Do Kwon may not have as many ardent followers at this point in time, but there's still a handful of well-wishing associates. One such is Ronald Agsey, vice president at decentralized finance company IntelliBridge Technology. While speaking with the Wall Street Journal, Agsey said, quote, I feel really bad for Doe because of the way his name is being dragged through the mud right now. On Twitter, he can come off as kind of a megalomaniac, but he's not like that in person. For the uninitiated, Agsey previously interacted with Quan in business meetings and even served as an ambassador for Terra. He claims to have lost over $1 million of his personal investments in the crash, but that has not deterred the VP from thinking any less highly of the Terra founder. The crypto community, however, remains divided. To some, Quan, a 30-year-old graduate of Stanford University, is seen as a complete trash talker who delights in taunting his critics as poor. Those in his inner circle and the virtual cult-like followers believe that he is simply a misunderstood genius. The founder has made several outlandish claims and trumpeted Terra's mission to create a decentralized system that may ultimately run itself. He even threatened competitors and confessed his joy in watching his rivals fail. Thanks to his ego and a fewer sound arguments, he managed to swoon a cult that called themselves lunatics with pride. Experts have warned that the experiment was risky even by the standards of the crypto industry, but it simply was not enough. The naysayers grew louder only after the death spiral. To be honest, it makes a great case study for crypto hype to outsiders. He has definitely toned it down on Twitter since that fateful day, briefly taking his account private. He now occasionally posts developments on Terra 2.0, the supposed excitement amongst creators and developers to build something new on top of it, and tweets clarifying that he lost significant money as well. Quan says though he doesn't care about the money much. But who is left holding the bag when it all comes crashing down? The investors, both big and small. Several class action lawsuits have been filed accusing Terraform Labs and Do Kwon of fraud and the sale of unregistered securities, among other allegations. But the company deems these lawsuits as meritless. Community members are now rebuilding the obliterated blockchain ecosystem. While investigations into the failings of Terra may unravel quite interesting aspects, many prominent figures in the space believe there are clear signs of why investors should not fall for another project associated with Kwon. Corey Klippenstein, chief executive of cryptocurrency firm Swan Bitcoin, said in closing, quote, it was just really obvious from seeing how this guy tweeted, how he spoke on camera, how he carried himself, that he was a fraudster. If you love the Daily Crypto Watch, definitely check out NFT 101 with my colleague Matt Ryan for everything NFT related, available wherever you get audio content. The Bitmart NFT marketplace is now live. Check out our exclusive collections of premium NFTs from your favorite exchange. And remember that we have an ongoing NFT carnival until June 27th. There are seven activities to take part in, top NFT projects are participating, and 100k in total prizes will be distributed along with some sweet NFT airdrops. Don't have a crypto account and want to trade the headlines or get some of those cool NFTs I just mentioned? Make sure to sign up for a BitMart account today with our link in the show notes and start your journey now. Your daily dose of crypto news is always available on Twitter, Facebook, and Telegram as a graphic. Remember to rate, review, and subscribe to all of our social media for the latest updates on everything Bitmark. I've been Nathan, you've been wonderful, and I hope that these headlines have enabled you to make better decisions in crypto.